0: The Edmonton Oilers are in the top eight. That's the goal. You prepared to trade your uh, first-round draft pick for an asset that's got a contract carrying forward. Where their lineup is right now, there just really isn't room for them. And, you know, I I think they're trying to move them. How about Zach
1: Hyman's first as an Oiler?
2: This is Ryan Nugent Hopkins from your Edmonton Oilers.
1: Here comes McDavid. Backhand!
0: Added some pieces, and uh, the hope and expectation is that we that we can take another step. I
1: came here; and I want to be a part of this team, and I think there's something special here. Hi, this is Zach Cassian. I'm Darnell Nurse. This is Connor McDiv from your Edmonton Oilers, and this is Oilers Now with Bob Stauffer. Brought to you by Digitex, service for all brands of print equipment in your office. Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official station of your Edmonton Oilers, 630 Chen.
0: joining you from Rogers Place. This is Oilers now. It's a game night. Ambiton Oilers looking to rebound after uh, well, getting crushed 5v5 against the Montreal Canadiens. On Saturday night, one of the Montreal Canadiens. Let's start over here. It was the Calgary Flames. Uh, how could we possibly forget that? Uh, the uh, Calgary Flames down at the Saddle Dome on Saturday, defeating the Edmonton Oilers 9 5 outscoring Edmonton 9 2. Uh, and we got a lot to get to. It's a game night. The Arizona Coyotes are in town. We will tell you that Oilers Now is brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. Buy lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to by Office IT. Why, oh, why did we open up with Layla? With the legendary Eric Clapton. It was on this date in 1979 that Eric Clapton and Patty... Layla Boyd were married. Patty was George Harrison's ex-wife, and that was uh, part of the theme of that legendary song that was deployed in the music uh, movie uh, Goodfellas, many of you would remember as well. Alright, so we got a full preview coming up, uh, a review of the, uh, the game in Calgary. It was a wild one on uh, Saturday. I know a lot of you listening to the show right now are probably at the game, made your way down to the game. Uh, highly entertaining through two periods. The the first team that decided to play some defense was going to win. The Flames got to their defensive game, and they deserved the 9-5 victory. And uh, it's interesting about perspective, right? Like if you're in the guts of it and you're, if you're a player and a veteran player, you have to learn how to park that when you're a fan. Uh, you know, that's, that's a tough one to stomach. Uh, and there was a lot going on. So we'll have a, a review of the things that occurred Saturday night in Calgary and a preview of tonight's encounter against the Arizona Coyotes. There will be a couple lineup changes for you. We'll tell you that John Shannon, our NHL insider for Legacy Heating and Cooling, will join us at 1230. Uh, he is in Edmonton. And as a result, uh, he's going to do an hour with us today. Uh, Cam Moon is now in Bakersfield but still uh, uh, stateside uh, dealing with Canadian uh, COVID regulations returning to the country. Um, And so uh, I'll be doing the game tonight with Rob Brown, Jack and Louie on the TV side with Gene Principe. And uh, John has flown in because uh, we needed an extra body as a result of what's transpired. And John's always up for it. We know that. So John Shannon today, 1235 to 135, 135. Colin Chalk, the uh, head coach of the Bakersfield Connors, who got three out of a possible four points this weekend from Grand Rapids Griffins. That's Detroit's farm team. We'll tell you that you can reach us on the River Cree Resort Casino hotline back in 19. Uh, the number is 7804960063. We'll t- tap 25. Brand new menu at the River Cree, which is open 24 7. Uh, Zero restrictions at the River Cree. They've got new daily food specials and promotions at Kitchen Italia and at TAP25. For more information, head to rivercreeresort.com. And you can text us at Ashley Fine Floors Text Line. Get the new floors you've always wanted at 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, or head to ashleyfinefloors.com for uh, more information. Pinch hitting for Brendan Escott, who's got the week off. Cody Jansen. Cody, how you doing? Doing great, Bob. All right. Well, let's get after it. Uh, you can tweet our show at Oilers now. Tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stauffer. Uh Cody Jensen is at Janner31 underscore. He is a uh, former goaltender. And Brendan Escott is at Brendan with two E's, Escott with two T's. Our top story uh, for legacy heating and cooling, whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments, no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy, legacy heating and cooling. The Edmonton Oilers looking to uh, rebound after uh, what was... Uh, Frankly, a highly entertaining game, high event game, uh, a game in which neither of the two head coaches would be particularly happy as we hear here, as we go into the Oilers Now Audio Vault for direct workwear, proud to offer on-site seamstress services and embroidery. Get your workwear and have it customized all in one trip. Jack Michaels with the call on Saturday night.
1: And here we go. Reset for Evan Bouchard. His shot deflected home. Derek Brassard And a breakaway for Lindholm. A backhander score. And this game is tied off the center ice right Center pass. One-timer score. Koskinen, no chance. Cassian stole it. Nugent Hopkins, brilliant pass. Dreisaitl scores. Nugent Hopkins, side of the net, What timer score, Hyman to Dreisettel, and he buries it. Against Kulak, waits on his backhand, hand, back door, one-timer score, and has regained the lead. And McDavid pulls his way, Nugent Hopkins shoots and scores, and we are tied again at four. He's in on constant and trying to ditch, Kachuk shoots and scores. Nugent Hopkins on the goal line. Drysaddle, over to McDavid. Left face off circle. Backdoor score! Leon Drysaddle pumps it by Jacob Markstrom for the hat trick. Yeah, it, so, it doesn't matter. doesn't um, matter. You can't lose nine, whatever, a game like that. So, um, yeah, just leave it at that. Here's Goudreau dropping it off. Rich shot, score! From the right circle, Elias Lindholm by Dubé. Centering pass intended for Dubé by Backlund turns into Dubé and he puts it upstairs to make it
2: 9-5. Clearly not good enough. Uh, we went away from script, went away from what our game plan was, and, and we paid the price for it. Uh, nine even strength goals, not good enough.
1: Standing ovation for the Calgary Flames at the Saddle Dome. This one will end 9-5.
0: Well, there's no question. And look, full disclosure here, this show is called Oilers Now. It is a property of uh, the Oilers Entertainment Group who I'm employed by, and we always tell you that because I like to be up because what I don't like is disingenuous, which is why at times I have issues watching shows like the Oscars and watching people pontificate but being very specific, you know, like as an example, not offending the Chinese government, you know? It's interesting how it all works out these days. Follow the money. So at the end of the day, the Edmonton Oilers. Uh, it's uh, you know we work in the toy department of life. We know that we're lucky to you know to broadcast games. It's a, a great gig, and, and the media that got to cover the teams. It's, it's fun stuff, right? And that was a fun hockey game on Saturday night. But exasperating if you're an Edmonton Oilers fan because you're hoping with a complete roster in full that the uh, Edmonton Oilers would have put up a, a more competitive game. And the reality of the situation is it just kind of got unraveled and got away from them. Um, it, it's interesting. one nothing first shift of the game. Then Connor McDavid, who was flying early, kind of loses the puck a bit on a partial break, but follows the play up and then rips one and hits the crossbar. Then Lucic starts running around. And it wasn't a super physical Calgary game. They didn't ground and pound the Oilers. They didn't have to because the Oilers were so egregious on transition. It's been such an emphasis for Jay Woodcroft to get this team to improve their work back to the puck. And it became non-existent, non-existent on Saturday night. Some of you would say, well, Bob, nine goals, the goaltending. You, if you watch the game, I mean, there was some uh, just it, the Oilers looked a bit like they did when they lost against Chicago at home. That was the last game that Dave Tippett coached. Uh, lots, you know, lots of defensemen I thought struggled under pressure. Wasn't a great night for Evan Bouchard, who I, I'll maintain I really like. He's, he's going to hit the home run here because he's still a year away from getting his new deal. And, you know, he's going to put up 40 and probably 50 point seasons in the NHL and defensemen get paid for offensive contributions. So he's going to get rewarded. But I thought uh, a concern I had going into the NHL trade deadline is I looked at Calgary, Minnesota, Nashville, physical teams, and I'm like, is Edmonton built to play the physical game? what I didn't expect to see happen was to see that the Edmonton Oilers would get crushed off in transition the way they did against the Flames, and they did. Uh, And I wondered if a little of it had to do with they had a couple guys out there that didn't look super interested in physically engaging. So, you know, Calgary did some stuff. I mean, it's remarkable how much more courageous Michael Backlund has come on over the last couple of years as Calgary's added, you know, Milan Lucic three years ago and Eric and Branson this past year, but he leaned in pretty good to Connor McDavid. Um, and then the orders got five straight power plays and then they weren't going to call anything Edmonton's way after. And, and in fairness, there could have been a couple penalties against the Orders during that sequence in which they got five in a Calgary got the final three. Orders, you'll—I don't know if we'll ever see. Like I, I can tell you right now, Edmonton hadn't given up nine goals in a game back to since the 2009-2010 season. I don't know if I'll ever see a game again. And I'm in—I'm in year what is it? 14 broadcasting orders games. I don't think I've—I I've certainly have not seen a game. Where a team went three for five in the power play, four for four in PK, and lost nine like five. The statistical probabilities of that happening are far, far flung. So here's, here's the beauty of the situation for Edmonton they're 36 25 and 11, they've got 16 games left. They win 11, they're in for sure. They'll finish with 99 points. They're probably in if they win 10 of those 16 games. They have to capitalize tonight against the Arizona Coyotes. Of that, we know. All right, Edmonton and Arizona tonight, and uh, Duncan Keith, who was a plus player. Somehow, Duncan Keith and Ryan Nugent Hopkins ended up on the plus side of the ledger. Um, It's been a mentorship role for Keith a bit with Evan Bouchard, and he had these comments
2: uh i think it's been pretty good actually for the most part um you know there's tendencies there that we gotta keep continue to uh to work together and develop that chemistry i think uh, um, just reads but you know i think it's been a good work in progress here i think our breakouts have been okay um but, you know, it's, uh, we, we still need to keep getting better, and, and we've got a lot of room for improvement, and we've been talking and, and working on those things. And uh, Yeah, it's just one, uh, one game at a time, and hasn't been that long, really, so we got to continue to get better. All right.
0: Uh, and, you know, it's interesting with uh, Duncan Keith because he's not a big guy. Uh, but he didn't let anybody do anything to him out on the ice. That's part of the reason why he lasted this long. And a real good player, Norris Trophy winner. <laughs> I mean, you got to be a hell of a defenseman to do that. But Duncan Keith understood. Gamesmanship, and that's something that guys like Bouchard and McLeod have got to learn over time. And, I, and part of me wonders. Actually, you can text me your thoughts on this uh, on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Is this just, just a byproduct of today's player? Like Bouchard's a six foot three, skilled defenseman. He's not overly physical. You know, the comparables to Larry Murphy. But once in a while, you got to give a guy a chop. You just can't sit there and let guys abuse you out on the ice. And in Ryan McLeod's case. He's another guy that can skate like the wind. Different type of player than Bouchard, different position. But you got to, you know, you, with, with that sort of speed, you can hurt guys if you skate through them and hit them. And I, I, that's yeah. something they've got to add that games. I'm not saying they have to fight. I'm just saying they got to be stick-tough. And I'm wondering whether or not it's just, you know, as a guy in his mid-50s, I will tell you that when you grew up 40 years ago and tried to play competitively, it was sort of implicitly understood that you were going to defend yourself. And there's less of that than ever before. But there's different ways to be competitive. You know, he, Leon Dreisettle does it. Leon Dreisaitl, uh uses a stick occasionally, angles guys off, gets a lower center of gravity in terms of physical engagement, and doesn't take any crap out on the ice. So that's something, that, and I wonder whether or not Duncan Keith works a bit with Evan Bouchard on that. As for Evander Kane... In the heat of the moment, again, if you're a fan, you're frustrated, you're exasperated, the owner's got to learn from it. And Kane had this to say on not panicking right now after the 9-5 loss on Saturday night.
2: Well, I, I think you know we we look at our body of work over the last five six weeks, and and uh, we like a lot of it. Um, you know, last night, uh, you know, I, since I've been here, we haven't had a game like that. So, um, and, and I think you know we we have that confidence and belief, and we're not going to let one game rattle that. I, I think uh, you know you look at uh, our special teams. There was a lot of criticism about that uh, a few weeks ago, and they were phenomenal the other night, right? But uh, our five on five game wasn't. So, um, you know, it's just about putting it together and. and not Obviously, the other night uh, we weren't able to do that, and we'll uh, we'll come out tonight and, and put a much better effort uh, moving forward.
0: And Evander Kane added some additional thoughts on playing in high-scoring games.
2: Uh, well, we were hoping that um, probably halfway through the second period when it was what six-five. So. Um, but then it got away from us. I mean, you know, obviously uh, when it's going back and forth like that, it's it's just one of those games where, where neither team is, is really finding their uh, defensive game. Um, you know, and we uh, we weren't able to find it five on five. You know, uh, we were doing enough probably offensively to win that hockey game. But, uh, you know, when you give up so many great a scoring opportunities, uh, it's tough. And it's definitely not the goalie's fault.
0: And it's definitely not the goalie's fault. That's Evander Kane of the the uh, Edmonton Oilers, he was asked, uh, it was by Jim Atheson out of the gate, did it feel like one of those games where, you know, last goal wins? And at 6-5, after the Oilers killed off a penalty to Derek Broussard, which he took right at the end of the, the second period, and that was Mary Kay was in the house. That was a makeup call all day on Derek Broussard uh, after the Oilers had five power plays and the Flames got three in a row. Um, and it was just wild, like... Two on one, Puliarvi made a great pass across to Kane, and it was the bet. You know, Jacob Markstrom made the save, and it could have been a 6 6, six game. I'm not sure it ends up 9 5. 9-6 if the Oilers score there, but they didn't, and Calgary got the win, and uh, in the Battle of Alberta, that's the heat you need and the juice you need to stay alive for many people out there. When we come back, we'll take a look at our Oilers lineup report because there are going to be changes to the lineup, as well as NHL Today for Elite Promotional Marketing. Bob Stoffer and Cody Jansen with you. It's 12-22 in Edmonton. Let's the orders lineup report brought to you by Craig Hummel at Remax Excellence. Find your dream home, sell your old home, sold today, Edmonton.ca, 1225 in Edmonton. Here's what the orders rolled with this morning. We will tell you that Chris Russell has been uh, placed in COVID protocol, so not an option. The orders only had the six healthy D. Miko uh, Koskinen will start and goal. He's 23, 10 and 3 this year, a 3.17 goals against average, and 8.99 save percentage. Darnell Nurse back with Cody Cody CC-4 and -5 respectively the other night they'll look for a better performance Duncan Keith with Evan Bouchard Brett Kulak will play his third game as an Oiler, and he will be with Tyson Berry. Up front, changes to one, two, three, four lines. All four lines. Connor McDavid with 13 goals and 28 points, 20 career games against Arizona with Evander Kane and Connor Yamamoto. McDavid on a nine-game point streak. He's got 18 points during that stretch. Leon Dreisaitl. Himself on an eight game streak. He's the third star of the week. He had six goals in three games this week. He's got nine goals and 15 points in his last eight games with Zach Hyman and Kyder Yamamoto. It'll be McDavid Kane and Poliarve. I believe I said Yamamoto. McDavid Kane and Polyarvi. Dreisaitl, Hyman, and Yamamoto. Ryan Nugent-Hopkins will center Derek Broussard with two goals in two games. Dry, uh, Nugent-Hopkins, by the way, one, three and four plus one against Calgary the other night. Josh Archibald on the right side will play his fifth game of the season. He's played 735 on average through the first four. Ryan McLeod will center Warren Fogle and Derek Ryan. That means that the Oilers' uh, Zach Cassian and Devon Shore are out. Uh, That's a look at Edmonton's squad that comes in seventh and goals for up to third on the power play. They are five for seven on the power play since Ryan Nugent Hopkins has returned to the lineup. Edmonton's opponent tonight, the Arizona Coyotes. Minus 67. That's right, minus 67 in goal differential. Uh, Edmonton had a run where they went to play New Jersey, who was minus 35 going into the game. Uh, then they Before that, they played Buffalo, who was minus 50. And before that, they had played the Detroit Red Wings, who were minus 51. These guys are minus 67, Arizona. Galchenyuk with Keller and Schmaltz, who had 11 points in a two-game stretch. Uh, Boyd, along with Lawson Krause, he's having a good year, 20 goals. Phil Kessel will play his 966th consecutive career game. He's just passed Doug Jarvis in his second place all time. Jay Beagle with Nick Ritchie. has got seven goals in 14 games for the Coyotes. And Louie Erickson in his last six seasons, 40 goals. That's it. Barrett Hayton, uh, first-round pick, eight, uh, fifth overall in 2018, with Matias Michelli and Michael Carconi couple minor leaguers. Uh, uh, Gosses Bear with former Edmonton Oil King. Dyson Bale. He won a Memorial Cup back in 2014. Cam Dineen with Anton Stralman, And then Kyle Kapabianco along with Vladislav uh, Kolachonik. And we're not... They've only... I, we might see... I don't even know how to pronounce this guy's name. He was with the San Jose organization. Um, uh, if. It's a check name, and it should be Josef Koronar. Uh, he is currently up. He's got an 8.53 save percentage. He'll likely be backing up, I would think. Karel Vemelka, uh, who is 10-26-2, 3.34 goals against average, 9.06 save percentage. The Coyotes, 31st in goals for, 31st on the power play, 30th on the penalty kill, 32nd in shots for, tied for 31st in shots against. They're, they've been struggling, but they've been playing better of late. They're 24-5 and five this season under first-year head coach Andre Turgue, who uh, the Bear was involved with Team Canada for a number of years. All right. We got, uh, you know what, we're going to push NHL today to about 125. But the Oilers and the Coyotes tonight off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. I just got to head downstairs and go grab John Shannon, and we'll be back with the Oilers now at 1235.